Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Two Scene Podcast. Hello, first-time listeners to the Two Scene Podcast, the podcast where two aspiring sports journalists sit down and talk baseball. I am your host, Tyler Foy, and alongside me today is my co-host, Nathan Lannon. And Nate, your Padres pick was for the World Series this year. It did He's looking well. a bit grim as we go into the season here, but I just want to say that I told you so. The okay. Padres got swept by the Cardinals. I said the Cardinals would take that series at least against the Padres. Okay, I I don't remember. Well, yeah, you did. I guess you were right. I really did think the series would be closer because, I mean, after splitting with the Giants, I, I, feel, I felt like the Padres would be more than capable, I guess. But uh, also, I guess not. That, which is unfortunate. And it, it's funny because I, I really did pick the Padres to win the World Series, huh? Like, they're just collapsing like this. Yeah, you, you did pick them to win the World Series. I had them making the playoffs at minimum here. And, and we've talked about multiple times how we didn't expect it to be like this into the season, which, you know, follows our predictions. But I feel like we don't have to continuously beat that down over and over and over again. But it is uh, interesting to see how the Padres have slipped out of this postseason race and the Cardinals have gone on to their, um, the way the the position that they are in right now. Um, and that's what this episode's about. This episode is about recapping what has happened over the past weekend, but yeah, just kind of start with the Cardinals and start with the national league because they had the, the way more interesting series going into the weekend. And they um, are on a nine game winning streak with their win against the Brewers last night and have put themselves into that second wild card start spot, or um, I should rather say, extended their lead in that wild card spot to three games now. And as we mentioned, they beat the Padres in a pretty dominant fashion. The games were semi close, but, and that's not exactly what I expected, especially for game three of the series, but. Mm. They did sweep them, so. They did sweep the Padres. I, I really thought the Padres would pull one, maybe two out. I really, like, I mean, my logic was basically thinking, like, okay, you have the Cardinals, and it's like, they're, they're not nearly as tough an opponent as the Giants. They de- The Cardinals definitely have a lot of talent, but they've been underperforming this whole uh, season up until now. So it's like, okay, maybe the Padres can be a little opportunistic here and take some games off of a team that are... I think considerably worse than the Giants. And uh, speaking of teams in the NL West, the Dodgers did end up taking the series versus the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds did take off one game from the Dodgers. And which game was that again, Tyler? That was the first game first with game. Luis Castillo yeah. on the mound versus Walker Bueller. And it wasn't the game that I had predicted that they would take in this series. I did say that they were probably going to have one where they did win, which happened, but... Yeah, they took game one of the series. Scherzer went on the bump for game two, and they won that game. In fact, the Dodgers have won every single game started by Scherzer since they've acquired him from the deadline. So that's an right. cr- interesting statistic. If you're a sports better out there, whenever Scherzer's on the mound, take the yeah. Dodgers to I'd, win that I'd game. I'd take the but... Dodgers. I mean, he's, I mean, Max Scherzer has probably been the best pitcher in baseball since joining the Dodgers. And, it, I mean, the fact that he's undefeated, I would absolutely take the Dodgers if I'm a betting man. But uh, yeah, I mean, in the yeah. last game and then in the last game of the series, I had Wade Miley. Uh, I said that that would be their best chance. Wade Miley versus Zach or next to Kershaw right there. But I did mention in the last episode that 
Wade Miley had some pretty bad starts leading up to it. And I think that has just continued into his next start and he's just kind of falling off for the Reds. And I think that's just a topic that the Reds are just falling off. They haven't been right. that strong since I made my uh, claim that they would make it. So <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, it's just the universe uh, right. pounding on me right there <laughs> with that one. I mean, you were right about the Cardinals, but now you got to be wrong about the Reds, you know? But it's the the thing is like it just with Wade Miley uh, dropping off in production as, as he has, the Reds just really couldn't have have that with how shaky their bullpen is. So mm-hmm. they needed everything else to be perfect if they were to succeed with such a shaky bullpen and Wade Miley falling off. Like anything, especially something like that big. He's had such a big year and he's dropping off from production towards this last leg of the season right that's that could be the death sentence for cincinnati yeah it definitely hasn't helped helped them at any point but i mean the cardinals have also just been that good though like i don't even know whether if wade miley did go out and have a good performance i mean one the dodgers are amazing i mean that it is the dodgers that leads in the many categories but at the same time I don't even know if his production would have even meant anything in terms of this race because the Cardinals have just just been that good. Like we mentioned, they're on a nine game winning streak. They go against the Brewers again tonight with a ace on the mound that we'll talk about um, later in this episode. But they haven't had or they've had difficult games that they've been playing and they've been winning them. So there's no way for me to say that the Cardinals have been fluking their way into the wild card here. I think they've earned their spot at the moment and they've just been that good and that much better than the competition. But we can't spend the entire episode talking about the Cardinals, even though I think that would make for, I feel like talking about the Cardinals and talking about the Giants and just in depth and why they've been successful could be like an interesting way to go about it. But I mean, both teams have been successful and it's kind of interesting to see how that has been playing out. I mean, in the NL West race right now, the, Teams are only separated by one game, the Dodgers and the Giants. So uh, everything is so pivotal pivotal at the moment in every series. is, And right. just like the series when the Phillies played the Mets this past weekend, that was right. really intense because the Phillies needed to win these games because they needed to be closer to the Braves as they, they faced the, as, they yeah. br- as they faced the uh, Giants this weekend. The Braves faced the Giants. So the Phillies end up winning that series 2-1 to one against the Mets. And the Braves ended up losing their series 1-2 versus the Giants. So there was a game yeah. right there on the Braves. But that that division is still separated by one game, right. or not one game, or, by three games right. as we speak. Yeah. So obviously every win matters for the Phillies in order to gain against the NL East leading right. Braves. And but. forget the, and the Phillies probably can, at this rate, they're only three games back of the Braves, and the Cardinals seem to be strengthening their wild card lead. They might not even need the wild card. If they can get hot, they might be able to overtake Atlanta for the division, especially with, and Atlanta, Atlanta doesn't have that hard of a schedule coming up. They're currently, they got a series against the Diamondbacks and then, and then the slumping Padres. But after that is going to be the absolutely crucial final series against the Phillies in Atlanta which will which will be interesting but as for this series the Phillies uh definite the Phillies solidified their chances at a playoff spot they still need they still need to get a little hotter and the Braves to get a little colder but at the but they're definitely right there in it at the same time as they put arguably the final nail in the coffin of the Mets season uh they just I, I will say the Mets did take the Rich Hill matchup 
They did win with Rich. They did win that at the epic Sunday night matchup of <laughs> the epic Hill. Sunday night matchup, right? That everybody was wanting to watch, of course. Right, but uh, it, it's ultimately meaningless because the Phillies took the series in what was likely the death sentence for the Mets, which is sad. But especially with the with that between them and the Padres having the great off seasons that they did, but at the same time, it's the pain. There isn't much pain left to be had as a Mets fan. <laughs> At yeah. least I hope. At least you hope. You can only <laughs> hope as a fan of your team, and I hope for the Red Sox success as well. But I do want to mention that the Phillies last night on Monday just lost a game to the Orioles, which definitely did not help them. Right. And the Braves won their game against the Diamondbacks, which is the current series that they both are playing in, and we'll get to that later in the episode. But as you mentioned, you're keeping your hopes up for the uh, for the Mets, and I'm keeping my hopes up for the Red Sox taking as many games as they can and they did sweep the Orioles so good on them they need to take every single win they can get against those lower well below average teams and well some would say and they are the worst Mm. team in baseball so they needed to win that game that series against the O's they got the sweep they now go and face the Mets uh, which is a game that you're going to be going to right. later I will today. Be at the uh, Red Sox Mets game tonight as of this recording it's Tuesday the 21st Stroman, Marcus Stroman starting against Eduardo Rodriguez. I will say at Red Sox games, I am 0-3, hoping for the Sox to be 0-4 tonight, but I also know that it doesn't really make a difference in the Mets season. But, you know, as a fan, I want to see him win. And the Red Sox sweeping the O's did lead to them taking or being further into the number one wildcard spot for the American League uh, over the Blue Jays and the Yankees which they did get a day off yesterday, which was pivotal for them because they need the rest. They need to be able to get in and have the max performances that they can. And the Red Sox sweeping the O's, like I said, is is major for them. Right. The Jays end up taking the series versus the Twins, as we had expected. Uh, the Jays I, I don't know, end man. Up... I think that might have really surprised some people. Oh, that could have been really surprising <laughs> to some people. But the Twins did take game one of that series. So that's pivotal right there. I mean... Dropping that first one to the Twins. But performances that have stuck out to me was Semyon hits his uh, hits his 40th home run of the season. Right. Which I feel like in a season where Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is having such a good year, I feel like Marcus Semyon and the I way that like, he's yeah. performed has gone under the radar. I feel like people. he's kind of forgotten about this year, and that sucks because he, Marcus Semyon's having a really awesome season. I mean, 40 home runs is, uh, is a really, really great season for about anybody in the league. Yeah. And, but the but that team has so much young talent and so many names. Yeah, one name that up on the Jays that it's just that it's so e- that when you have that much talent and it's easy to forget about Marcus Simeon hitting forty home runs. That's just stunning, really. I mean, all star performances from you know Teoscar Hernandez. But one person that wasn't an all star this year that might be a Cy Young this year, which would be an interesting dynamic, is Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is a is probably one of the leading. Uh, Cy Young candidates at the moment since June 1st he ranks second in ERA uh, amongst pitchers starting pitchers first in K's to walk ratio first in opponent batting uh, on base percentage and second in F war so some pretty impressive statistics since June 1st and even so he he's been dominant I mean he's been dominant and he's got a yeah he all all of those stats certainly are impressive I, I definitely think he could. I feel like if he had been this hot 
or like before June, I feel like he could have the Cy Young locked up. But unfortunately for him, I still think that's Garrett Cole's award to lose at this point, even with his poor start against Cleveland uh, this past weekend. Right. He gave up seven runs, which is uh, bad, very bad. That's bad. That's very bad. But yeah, the, go on. That <laughs> yeah, is pretty bad. That is bad. But I still think it's his uh, Cole's award to lose, especially with how other. Well, obviously, other than that game, he's still been a free win for the Yanks every five days. Right, but I mean, even so, and we'll get to it when we talk about award voting later on in the season, uh, probably right before, either right before our postseason episode comes out or or in the regular season synopsis, or we'll talk about it after the postseason once the awards are, you know, starting to be um, named and such. So we'll, we'll have to discuss about that, but I mean... Robbie Ray at the moment leads the league and leads the American League in strikeouts and he leads the American League in ERA, which are two in categories that, you know, they matter a good bit. Obviously, people talk about more advanced statistics now, but right. strikeouts and ERA are two like foundational pieces of MLB statistics or specifically pitcher statistics. So, I mean, if he leads the league in so in those, it's a good sign, but he's been super good. Uh, he had a good start against the Rays last night. But they didn't win that game, so that could hurt him in the long run. I don't know right. whether or not they're going to start taking into account postseason impact, like, or, well, playoff race impact when the voters go in and vote for the season, but... Right. I mean, I mean that just brings up a larger topic to me, is do you think these awards are more regular? Well, I definitely think MVPs... Well, they are regular season, season awards, Because, like, but... Giancarlo winning MVP on the Marlins would have never happened if it was more based on the regular season because that Marlins didn't even make the playoffs that year. Well, yeah, but I think MVP is also about how much you impacted your team in terms of making it further, right? Right. Which is exactly what war is about. It's wins above replacement, right? So how much more did this person impact your team versus another ace in the league? Mm -hmm. Like, has Robbie Ray impacted the blue jays in their chances more than garrett cole affecting the yankees in their chances going forward into the postseason or getting into the postseason for that matter and i think it's an interesting debate to to have and it's definitely going to be something that we talk about more in other episodes but the yankees which i do want to talk about because you did mention cole dropped their series versus the cleveland baseball team they lose two games out of a three-game series for the first game, they looked dominant, win 8-0. But then the last two games of the series, they looked like they didn't have a clue of how to pitch. And, man, they, they should yeah. not have lost those two games. And Cole has a bad start, which every single pitcher is going to have off days. But in this time where they need him the most, yeah. I mean, it's going to be – it hurts. That's definitely. about the worst thing that could have happened to the Yankees this weekend, barring injuries, was Garrett Cole suddenly imploding. Like it, it, it's it is only yeah. one start. It, it is only one start, but that one start. But every start down the stretch is crucial, especially when the wild that the race for that those wild card spots are so tight. Yeah. Like now, both the now the Red Sox have overtaken them. The Jays are have had been overtaking them. Yeah, things are looking dire for the Yankees now, especially because they still do have one more cru- absolutely crucial series against the Boston Red Sox. So uh, that. At this rate, if the Yankees don't heat up, then that series will probably be absolutely do or die. Like, what decides if they make the playoffs or not? 
Yeah, and not, not just the series versus the Red Sox. They also have a series versus the Blue Jays, and they have a series right. versus the Rays. They got a really tough stretch coming down to the very end of it, which we did talk about last episode. They had an easy stretch of games, which they should have won most of them, right. which I but believe they, they have won most of them. But yeah. dropping two games to Cleveland is just unacceptable. And then dropping a game to the Orioles, that's just like you you have to take against uh, lower mediocre They lost teams. the they season. To, yeah. They have to take care of business against them. And if they don't, then it's just, then this is where it's going to start mattering is yeah. right here down the line when the, both the Red Sox and Jays have overtaken you because they've gotten hot when you can't take care of business. They lost the season series to the Orioles. Yeah. Or I don't know Did if they, they lost. They were pretty close to playing yeah. 500 that's against still the absolute, Orioles. That's I think. still horrific if you're a Yankees fan. And especially yeah. if you're a Rays fan and you can laugh at them because you <laughs> went 18-1 and against the Orioles this year. So. And the Yankees barely cracked 500. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing if you're a Yankees fan, but funny if you're any other fan out right. there in the MLB. So we are the anti-Yankees podcast. Though, so. <laughs> yeah. It is... <laughs> You get what you sign up for if you're a Yankees fan watching us, yeah. but we love we, you too. We don't really okay? want to say much positive about your team, but oh my God, do we appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an Athletics fan, then you're probably happy over this past weekend as the Athletics swept the Angels in pretty dominant fashion, of course. Uh, we didn't say that this would be anything crazy, but it was a series to keep your eyes on, especially when right. they're still in the wild card race. And the Mariners go on to win their series against the Royals this past weekend where Perez uh, also hit his 46th home run. Vlad Guerrero hit his 46th home run, so they stay tied. Perez breaking the... Catcher record, I think. The, right? They're yeah. calling it, since Perez has had oh. many games started at uh, DH this season, they were calling it the most home runs hit by a primary catcher, which they're oh, considering a okay. 75% game so started in a season. So they're like qualifying it with like, oh, well, he's a catcher this amount of time. So, right. Okay. So they, I mean, if, if it's still the catcher, rec- if it's still the most hit by a, it, does he, what was it? The thrush, does he reach 75%? Yeah. I mean, that's okay. why he reached 75% yeah. game started as a catcher this season. But I just felt like they needed to throw it in there because a lot of people were giving him slack. Yeah. for calling it a catcher record or that he was close to a catcher record when he had so many home runs, which I don't know the exact number, which is my bad, but he has a good amount of home runs where he's hit as a DH, mm. con- a considerable amount actually, yeah. rather than when he's hit it as a catcher. But he's still, but like they're still qualifying it as the catching record because he is 75% of the time a catcher. Yeah, but or, I mean, posi- or at least makes, position that way. It makes sense because when you're a catcher, you're thinking about so many other things and you're playing the position that you get fatigued the most versus when you're a DH and you're able to just sit there and analyze pitchers, analyze a film from the iPads that they have or the tablets that right. they have in the dugouts where you're able to really just figure out what pitch you're looking for and what you're going to swing at and... You know, he's he's kind of capitalized off of the DH position rather than the pitch uh, catcher position. But, right. you know, it's still groundbreaking. He still has 46 home runs this year, so I'm not taking that away from him. He's had a great season. But a lot of people yeah, were not either way. very excited about him uh, being considered in the catcher role. For well, him. yeah, but either way, he's still going to – he could still very well end up leading the, leading the majors in home runs this year. So either way, it's an incredible season. How – uh, how much you value that record or not. Mm-hmm. 
there's been a lot of records and stuff that has been uh, touched this season and we've touched on a lot of those record-breaking moments that happened in when at least the times that we were recording i know we missed out on a a large portion of the season but (laughs) you know i do think it's very much a respectable feat that salvador perez has accomplished and that happened really recently, and we want to talk about most recently. Let's go over last night. What has happened in the MLB? We talked about the Phillies dropping a game versus the O's. The Rays end up taking the game versus the Jays. The Cardinals won their game versus the Brew Crew. So that was impressive because um, John Lester went out and got his 200th win for right. the season. So, or not for the season, for the but season. in his career. For well, he had season. 200 wins this yeah. year. That's crazy. No, 200 <laughs> wins in his career. Massive feat for him. It's rarer nowadays um, for pitchers to have that. So, congratulations to him. I love John Lester. Obviously, he's a Red Sox fan. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's... And I he's, think it's... I really think it's amazing this year that every time he wins, he's credited for five wins. Like, uh, for like a handful of wins. I think that's awesome. Ha ha. Ha All right. <laughs> I messed up once, Nate. Please. Uh, the Mariners went on to beat the Athletics last night, and the Reds. Well, last night of in terms of recording of this season uh, episode, but the Reds they took on the Pirates and they looked bad, but they were saved by Joey Votto, who right. had two home runs in the game and kept them in it, even though they went down by five runs to the Pirates. And I'm telling you, man, I don't know how you could look so bad against the Pirates, but they went down five runs against the pirates and they end up winning the game nine five so for some from some uh joey Votto heroics see that's the thing that's why i'm so low on the reds is because if it takes those kind of heroics to save a game against even the worst of teams they're they just don't really have a spot in the playoffs especially against the cardinals or hell even the phillies at this point right and now with that we've covered everything that's happened uh previously and now let's get into what is happening this week. Not a lot of fun series this week. I'm going to be completely honest, but of course, all the contending teams matter. But let's start with the most juicy series. Padres versus Giants again. We mentioned yeah. them last week. Here they go again. Padres versus Giants. Do or die, but for real this time. This is Both teams. <laughs> I mean, the division yeah. is so close. The division is so close with one game just separating the Dodgers and Giants. This is a pivotal for them. Padres need to take games off the Giants. The Giants can't get step off that gas pedal. Yeah. They are the misfits. And I watched a video by a um, respected uh, baseball ba- uh, content creator on YouTube, and he started calling them misfits too, which I was very flattered that he took the term from <laughs> us. But, you know, you know, it, we didn't receive any credit, so... I will have to take that up with uh, him. I'm gonna need a roy- I'm gonna need a royalty check really soon, and we're gonna have a problem. But yes, the misfits <laughs> of baseball, something that's crazy. The Giants, we've talked about many times. There's old people getting it done. People that had their seasons looked like they were in the twilight of their career, and or that they were just not good at baseball, uh, <laughs> have been performing this year, and yeah. they took on the Padres. Big series right there. Red yeah. Sox versus Mets. You're gonna be going to it tonight. I'm going to the first game of that quick little two game series tonight. Uh, it, it's really hopeless for the Mets. Uh, I, I will say before the Yankees series, this is probably the last semi-difficult obstacle the Red Sox have left because they do have six games against the Orioles and Nationals in between those two series against the New York teams. But uh, it, it should be interesting to see if I have any effect on the Red Sox because as I noted earlier in this episode, I am 0-3 at Red Sox games. 
And in terms of in terms of Mets games, I've been to. I think I'm two and zero. Well, so, Nate, you got a you got a really good shot of winning the game tonight because Marcus yeah. Stroman's going to go on the mound versus Eduardo Rodriguez, and Marcus Stroman hasn't let go three runs in a start or more than three runs in a start since August first. Yep. Eduardo Rodriguez has been bad or not bad but questionable bad. all season yeah. long, and it's got he got a good shot right now, but the yeah. Mets are a little or they're struggling a bit. So right, but and. and yeah, Stroman has a 2.88 ERA and hasn't let go three runs since uh, what did you say August first? Yeah, yeah, but he's still nine and twelve, so make that make sense. Because Mets, Lowell <laughs> because Mets, because Metting, because Lowell Mets, because this team can't hit to save their lives, but the, that's okay. Yes, and in that same race, in the same vein, the Blue Jays are going to be taking on the Rays at home. We mentioned the Rays take Game One of this series. Super important that they do. Because now we got Manoa, who in his last start versus the Rays held them to just one hit over eight innings. Uh, so he's really dominant against them in his last start. So he's going to need to go out there and do the same thing, have a great performance against the Rays here uh, to keep them in that wild card position. Uh, the Rays have Rasmussen on the mound for them tonight. Uh, looking down the series, of course, it's super important that they take every single game that they got. The. Mm-hmm. Cardinals will be facing off the Brewers just like they faced them off last night. And I have to correct myself because I thought Woodruff and Corbin Burns would be pitching in last series. It looks like Burns pitched last series. Woodruff's going to be on the mound tonight. So my apologies, Cardinals fans, if I gave you some false hope because Woodruff (laughs) is a great pitcher. He might be 99 on the season, but he's had a great season up to this point, regardless of win-loss record, just like Marcus Stroman. Right. Uh, I think that series, I, I don't know. I think the Cardinals with how hot they are can definitely split the series, but it's not like it really matters for the divisional race because the Brewers have that all but locked up. I think they're 11 games ahead of St. Louis and chances are, even if they win only one game against yeah. the Cardinals, they'll still have a healthy division lead. So they, they, it probably doesn't have much impact on the NL Central, but on the wild card race, if the Cardinals drop too many here, Suddenly, you've got teams like the Padres and Phillies on their tail. So, just something to think about. Yeah, the Phillies go back out. They face the Orioles for this week. They need to take those games. They lost one last night, and they can't lose another one. They're going to need to take those games. The Braves are going to be facing off the Diamondbacks. Once again, a team that they need to win every single game against that they have against them. Right. And the Braves won 11-4 to last night against the Diamondbacks. So, they look good against them. They're going to go back out there. For this week and they're going to try to take every single one they should right. sweep that series they should i they mean there's no reason should. they shouldn't even with the braves injuries obviously but the diamondbacks are just a very bad baseball team so that that should be a break for the braves to just help them pad their division lead a bit further more good teams facing bad teams the yankees will be facing off the rangers after just winning the game last night four to one against them tonight jordan montgomery is going to be on the mound dan dunning is going to be on the mound for texas and they should also, as I, I keep mentioning, they need to sweep this series. Will they sweep the series? I mean, I like to think that they, I mean, I'd like to say that they won't, but I like to think that the Yankees are going to sweep the series versus the Rangers going into the weekend, right? So right. I think that they should sweep that series. They should win that game. They should right, win the next game. That's what we game. said about the Orioles. And I don't think we said they, I don't know if we said they'd sweep Cleveland, but uh the Yankees have been dropping games versus bad teams, so mm-hmm. maybe they drop one, but we'll see. It shouldn't be close. And one other team to mention, well, actually two. So yeah. the Reds are going to continue to face off against the Pirates. We talked about how they were shaky last night. 
They should be better today. I mean, like Tyler Maley's on the mound, one of their better pitchers versus one of the worst pitchers for Pittsburgh. <laughs> that should be a matchup they win. And last but not least, the Dodgers are facing off against the Rockies. Why is that an important series? Because there's only a one game gap between the Giants and the Dodgers, and, meaning that if they mm. win this game, the Giants lose their game against the Padres, which is a competitive team despite their drought. Right, right. Um, they're gonna be right there tied for that division lead right not to mention this game is in color this series is in colorado which is huge considering the rockies for some reason have an amazing record at home incredible incredible i think they're just used to the altitude i think it's when teams go to colorado and they have to adjust uh, i think there's there's something to that yeah I, i think it definitely has some kind of effect obviously not enough to make the rockies any good but enough to make them watchable at home Right. Enough to sell tickets. Enough to sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. With that, that is your scope looking into the week. And hopefully when we come out of this week, the Red Sox will still have that top wildcard spot. Am I right, Nate? Uh, you know, maybe. I still want to see the Mets win this series. Just because, Well, it's just two give, games. Just it's to two give games. Me, it's two games. Just to give me some fleeting hope. But yeah, you know, hopefully they will be on top of that wildcard spot. If not them, then the Rays. I just, at this rate... Uh, I, I don't really care the order of uh, Jays and Red Sox on that wild card ticket as long as the Yankees aren't on it. Sale day is tomorrow, so we're going to be able to see that and you're going to be able to maybe feel some pain there as <laughs> I will feel pain tonight. But with that, that will be this episode of the Two Scene Podcast. We thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you want to know more and stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at the Two Scene Pod. Or if you like our personal takes, you can follow us on our own Twitter accounts at Tyler underscore underscore Foy, or at Lannon underscore Nate. With that, this is your week scope of the Two Scene Podcast, and we look forward to seeing you for this weekend's edition on Saturday of the Two Scene Podcast, where we are going to explain to you exactly what happened this week.